Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sean, what what lore from Dragon Ball Z do you remember? I just remember that if they die, you can get the um, you can get the Dragon Balls, uh-huh. and you take them to you know like a cloud city. You take them to the dragon, I think, and you get a wish, and you bring somebody back to life, and they typically come back to life as a sort of like adult little child with with a monkey tail. An adult <laughs> little child. Yeah, they're kind of an adult. Like they're still like they don't come back as like a kid necessarily. <laughs> yeah, is that isn't that pretty accurate? I don't think. Well, <laughs> out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed. Call Andy and Kelly. Free business paper needs or Dundamip. Then the people purchase paper people. Dundamip. Then the people purchase paper people. Dundamip. Then the people purchase paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and the deuce you never want to drop, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin James, Pennsylvania Solar Tech. And with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. So, strike, scream, and run. <laughs> All right, let's try it. <laughs> <laughs> Every week, we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. Uh, this week is uh, one of my uh, favorite times. It's our quarterly voicemail Episode where we get to answer questions from all y'all and hear your voices. Uh, is, is it quarterly? I never thought. I guess that's about the cadence we do. <laughs> sometimes, like, sometimes we do more. We we yeah. We've been. Uh, I think maybe 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 five times a year. Actually, or something like that. You know, now, you're but. you're right on the money because this batch this batch goes back to the last time we recorded this would have been first week of April. So that's three months Nailed right there, it. baby. Holding steady. <laughs> Uh, of course, if you want to call and leave us a voicemail, you can call 503-694-9314. Um, but uh, yeah, before we get into our voicemails, uh, Alex, do we have any housekeeping to start off with? Well, a couple little things. We have our next week we're recording our Patreon exclusive mailbag. These are uh, yeah. two hour bonanzas of uh, <laughs> frivolity and fun and 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 just dense discussion about all sorts of things. Uh, it's the show that's birthed numerous segments that come over to this show. Your toast talks, uh, your Edwin Amazing talking mistakes. in an 
Edwin talking in an old timey film voice. Um, speaking yeah. of any good headlines lately, <laughs> that have, oh man, That's maybe the lost of. submarine or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> red alert! Submarine lost in Atlantic. Yeah. <laughs> but for real though, hopefully that hopefully that turns. I know out this all, episode all right. comes yeah. out the day that they well. Let's anyway. Moving on. Maybe, uh, maybe you got to take that out. Maybe move that. No, we're leaving it. We're going to leave that in. <laughs> yeah. uh, apologies. Uh, anyway, if you want to be a part of this mailbag, as always, join our join the Scotts Tots. You can follow that uh, link in the show notes in our description. Uh, patreoncom slash Scott, Five dollars a month uh, gets you ad free episodes. Get you all tons of bonus content and our monthly mailbag, which we will be doing next week. So uh, submit your questions. We'll put a post up on our Patreon. Check it out. Uh, Edwin, do yeah. we have another housekeeping item? Yeah, well, our dear our dear friend and co-host Sean Roney is working on uh, a film, a short film, Dog Days. And uh, we, woof, woof. we will post, woof, woof. we're going to post the, uh, it's a GoFundMe, <laughs> I believe. Um, to kind of help them uh, get the get the project going, and we're really excited to see it. It's um, hosted by our dear friend, or created and written by our dear friends Pat and Emily, and uh, really excited for it to come to life. So, Sean, anything you want to say about the project? Uh, just that we've been scouting locations, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, I'm super excited to just uh, uh, do something with friends, and uh, Emily's got mm-hmm. some really talented friends who are actually coming up from California to shoot it and stuff like that. So. Uh, yeah, if you can uh, d- support the arts, go check ch- go check out the GoFundMe. Uh, like Edwin said, we're going to put the link uh, in the show notes. So mm-hmm. exciting stuff, Roniacs! This is your time to support your guy. Like, <laughs> That's right. Come through, Roniacs. Shower, shower the project with money. Let's get mm-hmm. that thing flying. <laughs> uh, you know, activate the activate the tot hive here. This is our first. We got to make a good impression on our friends. So show up, folks, uh, and it'll be it'll be fun. Well, great. Well, guys, uh, uh, let's get into it. Alex, start us off with our first voicemail, please. Let's do this. So, uh, like I said, these voicemails. This batch is going back all the way to the to the beginning of April since we last did this, Ooh, and. Uh-huh. <laughs> this first <laughs> greatest, what a crop what a crop that's a crop this this one came in well this will timestamp exactly when the last time we recorded is because this was left right after we recorded and it's a bummer because <laughs> very well done uh has to do with where sean was at when we recorded our last uh, okay well, okay I enjoy having a large void in my bed. I like waking up in a cozy mattress cavern. Sue me. And since I don't have a butler, I have to do it myself. <laughs> so most nights before I go to bed, I will take a large box cutter and carve a chunk out of my mattress when I go to sleep. When I wake up, I crawl into the mattress hole. I go back to sleep again. Then I wake up in a cozy mattress den. It's comfortable. It's good for me. It's the perfect way to start the day. Today I got up. I grabbed my giant box cutter and sliced off my fingers. That's it. I don't see what's so hard to believe about that. <laughs> That's it. Oh, man. Amazing. Very good. Really I, well executed. I really uh, enjoyed that. Thank you. Really nice. Uh, and, and, and the natural segue here, uh, update. How's the hand? How's the thumb? We're we're doing pretty good, folks. I'm uh, currently just wearing a band aid. Wow! Uh, and oh. if you can see that, we're bending. Good, we're hey. bending a little bit. All right, and it is it's great. It's thumbs up, dude. <laughs> good. 
Thumb injuries uh, are brutal. If <laughs> if you haven't listened to that era of our show, or you're not aware, or this is like your first episode, <laughs> uh, Sean cut his <laughs> cut his hand um, uh, during work. Uh, that's what this is an allusion to. Not yeah, just he was grilling his foot. He was in fact cutting a hole in a, in a mattress. Mm-hmm. But he has yeah. all his fingers, which is good. Yes, <laughs> indeed, yes, he's okay. Amazing, his injury amazing was way place. worse than Michael's foot. We'll Thank you. Thanks to modern medicine. <laughs> yes. Indeed. And some aspirin um, that Ryan put in your food. Yeah. yeah crush four aspirin. <laughs> put it in pudding. Do the same thing to my dog. <laughs> wait, wait. I have country crock. <laughs> His kindness healed me. Uh, okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, for that voicemail. I recognize the voice, but I'm, I'm having a hard time. I, we didn't get a name, but it, it feels like we've had messages from that person. And it's, it's bugging. They were never given a name. I was never given a name. Uh, all right, let's move on here. Uh, let's go to our boy down in Dunder Mifflin, Phoenix. I knew it. <laughs> hey, what up, Cynthia? It's Jacob Dunder Mifflin, Phoenix. Yeah. Hey, boys, just want to wish you well. Hope you're doing good. Um, I was re-listening the other day, as one does, and I saw a funny comment on the Patreon and it was, uh, I can't remember who it was, but they were like, does anybody else find it weird when they don't have a cold open to the episode? Mm. And I thought about that, and I was like, you know what, that is a little strange. So maybe we can peek behind the curtain a bit and wonder why you guys do that sometimes. Why sometimes do you have a cold open? Well, you almost always do, but why sometimes don't you? I'm sure it's time constraints and, you know, Sean's constant injuries and, Alex's constant <laughs> vacation and Edwin's constant time change. But just, you know, wondering. Maybe uh, others would like to know. Maybe it's just me. Oh, well, clearly it's not. But anyways, and can't wait to hear more. That's what I'm saying. Can't wait to hear more. We're creeping up on two hundo. Oh, definitely 18 hundo. <laughs> but love you guys. Hope you're doing well. And cannot wait for the new app. Give me it. I need it. Need the footage. <laughs> Catch you on the flippity flip. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Amazing. Signature Always love your off. messages, yeah, man. Thank Jacob. you. Uh, <laughs> I love well, this. He's yeah. not wrong. Like he said, Sean's, Sean's constant injuries, Alex's constant vacations, and Edwin's constant time change. Yes. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Why, why don't we? What, what, uh, Sometimes we don't have cold open. Well, I would direct this we question are... to production. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is actually firmly in my, my warehouse, for sure. I mean, I can tell when we're not going to have a cold open, though, because it's like sometimes we're just like a little bit in a in a rush. If we have only got, you know, a couple hours and then we kind of, you know, experience some inevitable technical difficulty on, on one of our ends, just like it happened with me earlier, uh, then uh, you know we might just not get get around to recording any good chit chat, yeah. And uh, and that's mm-hmm. and that's that's where the cold opens come from. Those are genuine pre roll moments. That's and the that's... Uh, well, good good chit chat is the name of our spinoff podcast that we come. <laughs> <Yeah>, that's <laughs> another Patreon exclusive. Yeah, yeah. It's just whatever we do before. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually would be fun. To just hashtag good chit chat. Yeah, good chit chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's I mean, yeah, that's Sean nailed it. That's true. And the other thing is, like, 
we, we don't we try not to force it like oh we got to come up with a cold open like that just wouldn't it just doesn't feel right so i just will start recording when i remember to and then if we capture something as we're just getting set up that's where all the cold opens come from um, yeah it's not forced and sometimes you'll hear one of us in different audio quality because our mics aren't plugged in yet or so, so it's just sort of whatever happens but you're right i mean a lot of it is with time differences with schedules it's just like we just have to get right to it. We don't have time to, to catch up. Um, yeah. That's really all it is. But yeah, I, try, it, I try to find something. And, and I've also... been cutting together cold opens a little bit to just being like, well, that was good. But so is that other part. And I try, I try and I try and string them together. So see if mm. listeners out there, see if you can catch cold opens <laughs> that I've edited heavily. Because there's a few that have been. <laughs> but no yeah. one will ever know. A lot of times what happens too is we're in kind of a rush, but then like I have an opportunity to see these guys. So I end up trying to like drag them into conversation before we actually start yes. recording. Yeah, yes. that happens a lot. Yeah. There's also like Sean will be, you know, uh, you know, we, Ryan will be in the background like, Sean! And he'll have to go. <laughs> and then... Uh, what do you eat, Edwin- bud, buds? <laughs> yeah. Edwin and I talk hoop for a little bit. You know, we get uh-huh. our we get our catch up time in. Um, but no one wants to hear that, so... Yeah, you know, we got to work with what we have. And I don't like to, for whatever reason, I don't like to put the headphones on and the and put the mic the mic in my face for the start. I always like no. to just, I always like to just free ball it on the laptop. You sure do. Yeah, when it feels Sean more puts casual. On, he only puts on the headphones and gets on the mic when he's in the booth, man. Yeah, when, when I'm he's in really the, laying when I'm in the down. stew. Yeah, yeah, the stew. <laughs> laying in the stew studio. Mm-hmm. Read a book. Oh, All right. studio. <laughs> I want you to get your ass off my face. <laughs> All right. How about what's, uh, what's next in the voice bag? We- next voicemail here. Uh, we're going down to California. Uh, yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna check in with uh, Chelsea down in California. Hey Carol, how goes the real estate biz? Is it real good? <laughs> hey MSBC, this is Chelsea calling from Anaheim, California. I started your pod about five weeks ago, and I Anaheim. almost caught up, which is kind of a miracle. Wow. So I have an ordinary things question that connects with the lover when Pam and Jim bring back souvenirs, and Meredith is disappointed that they only brought back coco leche for the office. <laughs> I think it was really nice for them to bring back anything at all. My hot take is that souvenirs are only for the people who actually took the trip to remember it, and that it's kind of weird to buy something for someone who has never been to that place. So my question is, who do you buy souvenirs for after a trip? And how much do you usually spend on souvenirs for other people or for yourself? The point is, you just have to play with the cards that you're dealt. Alex, that guy's an ace. Edwin is my king up my sleeve. Sean is my queen. That's easy. Give me a hard one. That's what Ryan said. Season 9 is the instruction card that you throw away. Season 8 is a solid 7. And yeah, you know what? Cafe Disco is probably like a 2. But sometimes 2s can be wild. So watch out. Wow! So very good, good. Wow. Yeah. Chelsea. Again, thank you, Chelsea. Bringing the heat, Anaheim. <laughs> Love that. I have no and notes. Yes, I like. And I like the voicemail. Yeah, I like Cafe Disco. Is is a two, but sometimes twos are wild. I'm I'm on board with that. <laughs> um, You're warming Sean's cold heart, Chelsea. You've already made changes. <laughs> I'm seeing things your way. Um, what well, souvenirs? Um, yeah. well, first let's I, talk about, um, the lover and Coco Leche. Like, okay. do you think Meredith, well, for like, we can go quickly through this, but do you think they were correct to expect more than just Coco Leche or expect something else? No, 
it was nice of them to bring anything at all. And I think mm-hmm. a bag of candy for the for the front counter is is, is a, a perfect gift. It's great. Yeah. And in fact, uh, it's very on brand for Jim and Pam as well. Like Jim is very like, hey, let's all celebrate our birthdays at once. Let's just do one thing for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, let's just get one gift for the whole office rather than buying, you know, 10 little things. Mm-hmm. A new candy. It's a great idea. It's great. Um, it's perfect. Then the bottle of rum or the parrot for Michael. Right. Bottle of rum, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> happy or sad. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, souvenirs. I don't, I mean, I haven't been, let's see. Well, I don't really buy anyone souvenirs. I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here, this is, this is a big, this is a big takeaway, Sean, is like, you're either, like, you either get no one a souvenir or you get everyone a souvenir. You know, it's, right, you yeah. can't, it's, it's hard to start picking and choosing. And, uh, yeah. and so I, I will get. I get some souvenirs, little things for just my immediate family usually, or maybe if if an item I see it and it just screams a person and it's funny or something, I will get it. And it has to be little; it's got to be mm-hmm. cheap. Uh, mm-hmm. Like yeah. the last in in Norway and Italy, like Anne and I had very limited packing space. Like our our backpacks were pretty much full to the brim, and it's just like we just can't buy much stuff like at all. We can't add to this bag, so right. it's got to be you know a pair of earrings or like a tiny little thing you can just tuck in those are fine exactly. you know mm-hmm. it should be like a it should be like a secret santa gift you know ten dollars so you tiny. you bring back earrings for people everyone <laughs> whole family's wearing little studs you have no space for souvenirs but you do have space for that bottle of aperol huh <laughs> i sure do bought that duty free carried it home in my in my fucking seat the whole way spritzing, spritzing all night now yeah that's right yeah. Um, I think, it, you know, it's funny. It's, it's, and it kind of depends a little bit on how far you go and, and what you're going for and, and, and how long you're gone, that kind of thing. I think, you know, uh, being here now, the couple of times when I've gone back to stay see family, I do feel like it's appropriate to bring stuff back for people. Um, sure. And then thankfully, you know, I mean, it's, it's Switzerland, right? So a lot of it's chocolate, um, which is a pretty yes. easy well, gift to give. Yeah. 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 I feel like, I feel like it's a little different with you. Yours kind of homecoming rather than mm-hmm. like, you know, that's true. We have a, a we have a big parade, somewhere. and I throw bars of chocolate from the top of a car. Oh, God, I wear a sash. You know, don't joke yeah. about that. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a tradition in the Philippines called pasalubong, where you kind of like bring stuff back when you go home, um, mm. or like it's also. I mean, in our family, we also kind of like bring stuff. Like if, it used to be like if we go to Oregon from Oregon to California, we bring them stuff from Oregon that we know that they like. You know. It's like just mm-hmm. kind of a nice tradition. One time, my uncle picked Love us up it. at the airport with a, and he held up, he had a paper sign, like you know that like people have. For <laughs> yeah, have, yeah. And his mm-hmm. sign just said "Pasalubong." Like, what's the <laughs> gift you're gonna give me? <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, kind of a funny story. We used to always Get bring over num nuts. We we used to always bring them Tillamook cheese. Okay. Oh. And uh, then coming back, we used to bring longanisa, which is like antacino, which is like this Philippine, these Filipino meats that we'd have to like freeze and pack so they could make it <laughs> through from in transport through the airport wow. back wow. to Portland. But yeah, now you can get that stuff in Portland, <laughs> no problem. That. But it did, it wasn't that way when we were kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so for that kind of food too, because like going mm-hmm. through customs, it's like any meat, fruits. You got anything from? Well, no, sorry, that's just Portland, nope. California, not international. <laughs> oh, okay. nope, nothing. So it's, yeah. it's not like a long. Yeah, You're this not is smuggling. Portland, California yeah, sure. family. Yeah, stuff. But, 
yeah. smuggling <laughs> marinated meat. Shout out to uh, Anaheim. That's where a lot of my family is. So, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. My, shout out to my mom, too. She's a fantastic souvenir buyer. Hmm. She's hmm. very good at the little thing. And I do, I do agree with you a little bit, Chelsea, of like buying something for someone who's never been there but there's there is a feeling of like oh cool you kind of experience a piece of that place you give them something from there like the uh my mom got me a little when she went to greece she got me a tiny little cooking spoon made of olive wood it's really pretty it's really like but it gave Mm -hmm. me like a it gave me a sense of of like oh this is like i've never had anything made of olive like that wood is probably very common in greece Hmm. Um, um, like Alex uh, went to uh, Moab and brought me back a Moab brewing sticker uh, to put on my fridge. I'd never had Moab brewing, and I said, "How's the beer?" And you were like, "It's okay." <laughs> I still have one. I have, to but give it's, to on my, it's on my. It's on my. Still have one for our friend Matt that I haven't given him, and uh, it's I haven't seen him. I have it right here. It's a pretty on my sticker, fridge, though. and it makes me think of Alex. The brewery is an institution there, so that's it's not even about the beer; it's about the institution. You know. Mm. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, Great question, Chelsea, enough. and and again, well executed voicemail. Hats Thank off. you for for listening recently and, and catching up. That's incredible. Five weeks, mm. two hundred episodes, a thousand guys, a thousand wow. guys. Wow, wow. Uh, let's go now to uh, this is uh, Aaron. Who's calling from Spokane? Excuse me, everyone. Sex! <laughs> now that I have your attention, this is Aaron from Dunder Mifflin, Spokane, calling for a second time. Here I go again. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> so I've been noticing that a lot of TV shows I've been watching lately have been eight to ten episodes per season. And I've actually been really enjoying the shorter length because there's a lot less filler as opposed to many network shows that are 20 to 22 episodes per season. So my question to you guys is, if The Office had still run for nine seasons, how would you abbreviate them so they were only eight to ten episodes per season? And I know season one was already only six episodes, so feel free to add episodes from other seasons to bump it up to eight to ten. So that's all for me. So goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, (laughs) my friend. You have been the one. You have been the one for me. I don't want to buy it. I just need to taste it. I just need to taste. Uh, fantastic um, question. I yeah. I don't think we're gonna go through it like a new episode list. That is a one. very very good idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I I that's gonna require some thought. But it's I'm going I'm down pulled. to ten. Episodes. If there's one thing that we can't give 10. you, it's a lot of thought. <laughs> yeah. Can't do that. I'm still laughing at the way you opened it's... the voicemail. That was hilarious. <laughs> yes, uh, really we, a few yeah. people. We've had that a few times. You must have had that before. <laughs> I mean, I'd say eighty percent of voicemails start out with "What up, Cynthia?" Now, which is hilarious. Good. Which Love is as that. we decided that should be like the fan greeting. Great. Yeah. But there's also a several that start with "Monkey." This is possum. <laughs> <We've had that>. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot um, of good ones, but yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, this is kind of easy to, to at least like, let's do like maybe one or two seasons. Like, I mean, season sure. one is six episodes. Keep them all. And then add. Okay, let's add, add the Dundies. Okay, no, add the Dundies. I, I disagree. I think the Dundies should begin season two. I agree with Edwin. But I how agree. are you going to? You could actually, you know, I take this back. You could end. You could make episode 10 of season one, the Dundies. That could also work finish the season 
Uh, okay. yeah, I, I would. So then you're just gonna have a seven episode season. No, but no, no. Take, I'm saying take, take the Dundies, put that as number ten in season one, and then fill okay. those other three in. Is what I'm saying. Okay, 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 okay. So then, sexual harassment. But, but what you could do Olympics? is you don't you don't have to go in order. Like we can move these right. things around. That's what, a I'm, saying. So like, okay. that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, yeah, season right. one, season two. So yeah. Office Listen Olympics. To me. You can move this. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> I, here's. I'm getting excited. <laughs> let me pitch. Let me let me pitch this to you, Sean. Okay. okay. I know you're All hot. Right. Just hear me out. So the ones I would put in from season two into one would be the more like uh, kind of logistical mundane office ones, which would be this like uh, that have to do with specifically more of office life. So I would put in sexual harassment, performance review, email surveillance, and then I'd end with the Dundies. Okay. I would agree. I would agree with you, but performance review has an element of Michael and Jan, which kind of has to come after the client. So, but I, but I think, but I, yeah, but I agree. Like, you know, you put more of the office-y, like in the office only episodes in season one. So like sexual harassment, office Olympics, I think is a good one. Maybe you end with Michael's birthday. Throw Michael's birthday in there. Michael's birthday, Christmas party, maybe is an ender. I don't know. Just uh, Um, as a cliffhanger. I'm just, but I don't know. Maybe that's not right either. But I mean, can you put the injury in season one? Yeah, you could. Yeah. Sure, that's a good one. Thanks. Yeah. No, I haven't nice called job. Jan. She just calls a big thing. She just <laughs> worries. Um, <laughs> the hard part is removing half the episodes in yes, all yeah. of these seasons. Uh, now, mm-hmm. season four, you only got to cut four episodes out of that. Mm-hmm. I think we could probably handle that. Um, you know, you could probably lose job fair. Yeah. Okay. Probably you could probably lose chair model. Mm-hmm. Oh, that hurts. That I, know, I like, that doesn't. I don't like that. I would branch, cut like Survivor Man, Branch Wars, Survivor Man, maybe probably Survivor Man. Like, that but feels the, like the a, only. Do you think you could is, cut? You're not cutting because you wouldn't have to cut because you don't like an episode. The only reason you would cut an episode is because it doesn't advance the plot of the show per se. Exactly. So like, that's the only reason these episodes are up for cutting, so to speak. Correct. Is like, if you were to try to condense, you would have to. Um, I mean, the other thing that you might consider if you were thinking about like, this is all hypothetical, right? But I think you could kind of take the season four approach, which is to go into longer episodes. And then you could combine some of these. So like you could Mm -hmm. have in season three, for example, I always talk about traveling salesman slash the return because I always think of them together. That's how it was in yeah. the DVD. So, like, that's an episode that you can maybe stitch together for the sake of making this ten episode run. Um, I do the you best know, answer. We just yeah. forty five minute episodes and uh, <laughs> yeah. combine them all. Don't get rid of anything. Combine yeah. sets. He didn't think, say that was uh, allowed. I think. <laughs> um, well, it's funny too it because. Is now. It's, it's funny because in season nine, I think you actually get the opposite almost where like there's so much plot to resolve that happens in like a few mm. episodes, including the finale where they have to jump forward. Like it's interesting in that yeah. regard. But I do like that. I mean, I think uh, it makes a good point that like the eight to 10 episode season run, um, even in a show like Ted Lasso or something like that, it just kind of makes it makes for eight to 10 episodes. Cons- yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. What did I say? Uh, seasons. <laughs> Oh, yeah, my bad. Um, Eight to ten episodes kind of gives you a sense of finality, like a very Mm -hmm. cohesive narrative that builds and pays off. Like, I think there aren't as many network shows that follow the same way as The Office anymore. Like the the sitcom model. I mean, it still exists, but the idea of, you know, a sitcom that runs forever as long as it's profitable, sort of. And 
um, doesn't get canceled until it kind of naturally ends. Like it's, 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 um, it doesn't seem to be as, as big anymore. Maybe it's a, I, f- I feel like it kind of comes from prestige TV a little bit, like prestige right. TV kind of yeah. making its way into like a sitcom lens or a comedy like, lens or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just finish it. Like we just like wrapped up Barry last month and like, Oh yeah, so good. that's four seasons of eight episodes, eight episodes per season for a half hour. And like, it feels like it's twice super that much. dense. It feels twice yeah. that much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy well, that, when you look back. That's and a like, great show. Like season five is twenty six episodes. Like, yeah, it's huge. And mm-hmm. like again, that one, I, I think if if season one and season four are the easiest, like season five would be the hardest one because you're also talking about huge arcs that like, if you take out one episode, it's a house of cards. Like the entire Michael Scott Paper Company arc, uh, all of it with Holly throughout in the first part of it um like there's just so much that lecture there's lecture circuits a two-parter in there yeah there's uh charles comes in like there's just a lot going on um that one be that one would be you'd have to lose like you know prince family paper yeah you'd have to yeah. lose you can't lose the duel like, you really can't uh, golden ticket would have to go blood drive would have to go mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah i think i think that's the answer Brutal. edwin is like just strike it if it doesn't advance the plot no matter how good it is you're right yeah yeah that's a short but i love the idea i love the uh, i love the conceptual like the conceptual nature of this question thought and uh we didn't talk about barry although i love that show i will just say for anyone and everyone from the last season of barry the scene where they throw the computer is the funniest thing i've ever seen (laughs) and i've gone back to watch it so many times it makes me laugh every time i've seen it yeah. It's extremely ah! good. It gets me every extremely time. Good. Yeah, the framing of it, the the sound, everything, everything. is perfect. Yeah, it's not a spo- and there's yeah. no spoiler in that either. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Not a, it's just a silly thing that happens. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and I think huh. too, I just I I think it's worth mentioning too that the British office is kind of follows that format a little bit more, right? I mean, it's yeah. only like ten episodes a season. And like no, I it's think that, six episodes a season plus two specials. The whole thing is fourteen episodes, mm-hmm. and and that's a much like um, darker show, more dramatic. You know, I think that like the 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 Office, uh, even the American version, would kind of take that tone if you really had to crumple it up into that short of a season. Yeah, yeah but the British Office has one thing that the U.S. doesn't, which is Hat FM. It's not only a hat, but a radio as well. (laughs) (laughs) Got to do our British office uh, series. Speaking of the funniest things I've ever seen, I think for a long time for me, and the show's old, it's not even a spoiler at this point, but when David is let go for redundancy and he comes out from behind the desk and he's wearing that ostrich costume. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, no, he's like, I'm wearing this the rest of the day. It's one of the funniest (laughs) reveals I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Thank you, Aaron. Let's uh, moving on here. Let's keep going here. Uh, We're going to moving on season nine, episode 16. (laughs) This one came in on April 20th, 420. Nice. And can't, we got a lot of calls that day, actually. <laughs> We're going to Nevada, into the biggest little city Nevada. in the world, Reno. Hi, this is Haley, the lady baker from Reno, Nevada. Hey, favorite baker. And I was just listening to your uh, 
casual Thursday slash light travel plans one or whatever that episode even is. I love it, by the way. Um, and uh, you're talking about Rain Wilson on the plane, whether it's real or not. I don't know if it's real. Whatever. What I wanted to say is he came to one of the restaurants I supply pretzels to. And oh, he posted cool. pictures there on the Internet. And I was like, oh, my God, Rain Wilson went to a restaurant I make food for. I don't know if he ordered a pretzel. I'm telling myself he did. And then I made the pretzel that went into his mouth. And that's like Jim with the pizza. I said Rain Wilson. Okay, that's all. Um, talk to you later, Cynthia. <laughs> Just a fun that's anecdote awesome. there. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I feel like Rain would uh is a pretzel guy. Sure. Two of my favorite bakers. Haley the Lady Baker and Leslie David Baker. <laughs> <laughs> both connected by pretzels. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah Always pretzel day for Affinity for pretzel, yeah. <laughs> Chet Baker. Mm-hmm. Love Chet Baker. <laughs> mm-hmm. Chet Faker. Uh, also good. There you go. If you uh, were to feed an office uh, staff character, prepare one dish for an office character mm. or a cast member, what would it be? I mean, I would uh, I would love to prepare a fine dinner for a member of the Finer Things Club or the whole club would be would be yeah. lovely. I would love to fo- to host a Finer Things evening. Of is this just because uh, you're trying to get into that club? It's the you most exclusive club. <laughs> Your position as a party as planning a... committee is my, my plan B, my backup. Your position as a, what is it, financial Kevin's patron of yours? Kevin's band is, Kevin's band yeah. is the too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Like a ni- really, really nice dinner for Toby and Oscar and Pam. What would you serve? What would you? What would be like the main course? Well, I, 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 I've been cooking from Gregory Gorday's uh, book, which just recently won the a James Beard Award. Uh, so I think that would be... Uh... Best book. Flex on him, Sean. <laughs> Flex on him. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> so yeah, I would cook a, a, a delicious Haitian dinner. I think it would be topical. You mean oh, yeah. to- topical or tropical? <laughs> uh, nice. I'm going to go... Nice. <laughs> exactly. I'm just, I'm going to go out for like, I'm going to go out for wings with Meredith. Nice. Yeah. Just going to go watch yeah. a game, get a pitcher of beer, eat some wings with Meredith. I like that. It's my pairing. I think it'd be fun to make a bunch of pizza for like a viewing, for the viewing party. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. Or for like a, you know. For who specifically? Um, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pigs in a Kevin, maybe Kevin has, yeah, yeah. He has the most <laughs> strong opinions about pizza and food, or maybe some Thai food for Oscar. But um just there are so many yeah. like instances, viewing party, lunch party, where there's just like a lot of pizza. And plus you uh, could just cuddle and watch football. <laughs> that's true. Oh, uh, maybe 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 we make a bunch of hot dogs and we just lie on the beach and eat them. Sure. <laughs> I'd make tacos. I'd make tacos for Daryl. Mm-hmm. And Nelly. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Nelly and Daryl have Nelly and Daryl over for uh, for tacos in his in Daryl's basement. Let's do it up. Uh, <laughs> thank you for that one, Haley. Moving on here, going back down to Phoenix, but not to Jacob. No, no, no. Oh, this is Christina. Going back down. Hey, you were in the parking lot earlier. That's how I know you. <laughs> Hi guys, Christina calling in from Phoenix, um, longtime listener, and I'm sitting in my house right now watching stress relief. And I wanted to know if you guys had ever discussed um, 
why <laughs> Stanley never, like, filed a lawsuit after he almost died from a heart attack because of the stunt that Dwight pulled with the, mm. with the, uh, you know, the simulation with the fire. Um, I know they could have, I don't know, made something up. I realized that they had maybe run over that idea because they paid off Oscar, right? When Michael kisses him and they, they made him sign <laughs> a non, was it like a, they made him sign an agreement and they sent him on vacation. But Stanley was always so angry that I'm like, this is like his golden ticket. Like he could have had a giant lawsuit and retired early. I realize you don't want him to leave the show, but I think they could have written something hilarious after that stunt. I want to get your thoughts. Thanks so much. Uh, great point, Christine. Thanks for the call. Thank you very much, Christine. Dunder Mifflin Branch or Dunder Mifflin Phoenix is strong. It's a great branch. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. One of our best. Carrying the weight. Um, Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a good it's a good point to bring up because uh, it does feel very in character with Stanley. I, yeah, I do. I mean, Christine, you called it out where it's like, I know they, they just want to keep him on the show so they can't. But you could have think like Stanley could have threatened it and Michael could have had a, you know, like Stanley yeah. could have Michael in a Dwight doing laundry for him situation where like right. Stanley gets <laughs> something from Michael out of it forever. Yeah. You know, like I could, I could sue this company into the ground, Mike. Like I yeah. could see that conversation happening. Um, well, um, you know, uh, doesn't, doesn't Oscar get a company car out of his deal or something like that? Maybe I'm misremembering that, yeah. but I could absolutely see like a quick scene where Michael pulls up with the top down in his Sebring and then Stanley pulls up right next to him with the top down on a much nicer car. Florida Stanley. Yeah. yeah we get a little taste of Florida Stanley early on. Um, Cause yeah, like joke. he goes like after um, he goes to like, he gets like P- like Oscar gets PTO for like he a month. PTO. He goes. Car. Gil and I are going to Europe. Kids. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's got to be from the company is afraid that he'll file a lawsuit. And right. What what Dwight does is again crazy that he's not fired. But like, yeah, hundred percent. Tons of lawsuits that could have happened there from everyone. Honestly, everyone could have. Right. I've you been screamed like, fire in a crowded <laughs> building. That is like, illegal <laughs> on company grounds. You literally like put us through this this traumatic test. Um, that Stanley nearly died from. So yeah, he had every right to to do that. I mean, I guess the only, I don't know what the, you know, it's funny. I mean, the only solution that I can think of is that they paid him some undisclosed amount of money and they never talked about it on the show because he never took like time off. He never, um, and even during when um, he's talking to, about going to Utica, all he says is money. That's the only thing, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Um, And, but the other thing is though, is that Stanley does threaten to sue in did I stutter? He says, I watched you screw up this office for 10 years and I'm filing a lawsuit. I'm going to tell them every stupid thing you've ever done up in this office, you know? Right. So Mm -hmm. like he does threaten it. I'm not covered for your bony butt. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, that's the only thing I could think of is that there's probably something off screen that was uh, settled, you know? It's fine. And probably something about how Stanley can sleep at his desk. He's like, I worked with Stanley for years, and 3 p.m. is nap time. And then he, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of um, the incentive when he's like, embrace the power of the pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> I could just also just Stanley just thinking about all the paperwork he'd have to fill out to file a lawsuit and mm-hmm. hire lawyers. Just like, I don't want to do any of that. Like, I, I'd rather just die, honestly, Michael. <laughs> just do it again, Dwight. You know? Um, yeah. Not to mention, you know, later in the series, he's drugged. 
uh, sent down the stairs. I mean, St- Stanley's yeah. got enough. It really, yeah, he's got enough ammo to destroy the entire company from the mm-hmm. inside out. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess like, it, I, yeah, I think it's like it's pretty reasonable that he wouldn't even have to fight for anything. Dunder Mifflin would just be like, here, like you're about to retire. Like we just put a whole bunch more money in your pension. I don't know. Something worked out. Maybe like a lifetime supply of pretzels, perhaps. Mm. It, but you also know Stanley wouldn't work one more goddamn day than he ever had to. Like, I know. So it th- is weird. It he, feels like a... If it is a retirement level sum of money, like he probably would have done that, but it, it doesn't work for the show. But, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I like, I'll, I'll go with you, debts. Sean. There was an off-screen deal with Michael and yeah. corporate. For and pretzels, Stanley. and now he only eats baklava. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, we're going to take a, a quick uh, break here and we'll be back with more voicemails. Support for the Michael Scott Podcast Company is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below the waist grooming. Their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle join over 8 million men worldwide who trust manscaped with this exclusive offer for you 20 percent off and free worldwide shipping with the code michael scott at manscaped.com now look uh over the years men out there you know you kind of learn you learn by trial and error when you're going to to do a little manscaping down under right now i've used old beard trimmers i've used things that weren't made specifically for that and i have paid dearly nicked myself and it I was basically Dwight Schrute uh, in a in a disguise in the back of a car peeing into a bottle and he cuts the tip, right? No one wants that. Okay, treat it right. You know, use the right tools for the job. Manscaped sent me one of their performance packages. The performance package 4.0 inside that thing. You'll find a lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, a weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver ball toner performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold the goodies for the things that treat your goodies. Now, I've used the lawnmower 4.0. Game changer. I'm, I I feel confident. It's looking great downstairs. The Weed Whacker ear and nose trimmer. Never thought I would need a nose trimmer at this point, but you know, I'm getting to that age. My wife has looked over at me and been like, whoa, your nose hairs. Huh? They are out of control. And I'm like, excuse me? I'm not, what am I, some old man? I am an old man and I need the Weed Whacker. Now, the fourth generation lawnmower, that's the real prize here. That trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. Lawnmower 4.0, it's waterproof, has a 4000K LED spotlight to give you that precise shave. And now, because that trimmer is waterproof, say goodbye to any mess on the bathroom floor. Ugh. Ugh. Crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver ball toner changes the way you approach the hygiene. Okay, trust me when I say this, fellas, the balls will thank thee when they spank thee. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to get 20% off and free shipping with the code Michael Scott at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code Michael Scott. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. I'm worried. I'm worried. The the only thing I don't want them to do is make a win now move for a guy who's not actually going to get us anywhere. Like, I don't think right. any of the vets that they've talked about will actually help us that much besides becoming another 500 team. I agree. And then I think what happens is at the trade deadline next year, they blow it up anyway. And then you lose the three pick Dame 
And then you're left with like Pascal Siakam and spare parts, you know, that's worst like, case scenario. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And and then the, and then the three pick ends up being like, you know, really yeah, good. They're going to be like, great. That would just be the worst. I just want Scoot. That's the one. That's what I want. I do, too. I do, too. Yeah. I would, I'm like trade trade Dame get Scoot. Like, let's do this for real. Mm-hmm. Like, take the whole engine out. But you can't do it halfway anyway. Yeah. Okay. Okay, welcome back. Our next voicemail comes from sure. Edwin, who asks, uh, what do you want the Blazers to do in this year's upcoming yeah. NBA draft? <laughs> I guess I'll I'll leave in some of the I'll leave, I'm gonna leave in some of the NBA talk there after the yeah. break. Yeah. For our uh for our basketball fans out there. No, we're going down uh we're going to East Texas, folks, the Piney Woods. Hey, I was hoping hey. but not who you think it is. Uh oh. Gladius? Hey, MSTC. This is Carly, uh, currently driving through the Piney Woods of East Texas. Oh, wow. Cracking up a Another your most recent um, episode about what you would wear to a fashion show at lunch. Um, I love hearing about how you guys wouldn't look so good in cowboy boots and hats. I'm here to tell you each and every one of you would rock it. Um, it's an attitude. Definitely not an outfit. Most definitely an attitude. So, hope you guys get confidence. I hope you guys all choose to rock some uh, cowboy boots and hats, belts. Trust me. Um, you can rock it. So, you guys keep doing what you're doing. Love the episodes. Love the pod. And uh, hope you guys have a good day. Thanks. Bye. Carly. Carly, thank you. <laughs> From the Piney Woods of East Texas. I got it. It sounded like they were also in a car, which that is always calls from his car. <laughs> it sounds like it. I was like, is, is, is Thaddeus in that car too? I, I can only assume know. that his Carly. spirit was in the car. Okay. So we had a segment where we talked about what we'd wear at a fashion show at lunch. Or we Correct. answered that question. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That can fall into the what did I say uh, bucket, which is I don't remember it. <laughs> don't remember this. But I do remember saying I, I did. I think I did talk about like. Cowboy boots we have we have a friend who looks great in cowboy boots and like ah uh, yeah you know like he he's 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 very rangy he just kind of looks mm-hmm. like a cowboy naturally he wears western cut shirts and cowboy boots and I <laughs> my body I just don't just the stat just doesn't work for me and I'm okay with that but I will say yeah. this I went to the sisters rodeo a couple weeks ago oh yeah out in sisters Oregon uh the biggest little show in the world and I'll tell you it did not disappoint. La and I, I, I wore a cowboy hat all day. I wore a western cut shirt, jeans, and some boots. And I, you know what? When I was in it, surrounded by everyone, I felt fantastic. Felt like I belonged, and I felt like I looked good. So, uh, Carly, you're right. It's all the attitude and, and the context. Being in sisters around literal cowboys helps. But uh, you know, it was literally my first rodeo. So I, I can now <laughs> say, not my first rodeo. uh yeah we have some uh we have got some buddies who've been working over in montana and they've uh working on the yellowstone tv shows Ah. um as well as rust reshoot (laughs) um oh but uh but uh, a couple of them have come back with cowboy hats just (laughs) full-on wearing them at work in the sunshine and just like and it and it works and i feel like i feel like i feel Mm -hmm. like carly's absolutely right it's a it's an attitude thing like it's just like yeah no yeah cowboy uh, hat you know sometimes over here at at work i kind of like to embrace the role of being american 
And uh, like one time we were and you'll we were, wear a cowboy hat. No, <laughs> but what I was what I was gonna say, like I'll give you an example. One time we were like we were gonna do this move within our office, and it was like, how many boxes do you need? And somebody was like, they want five, and I was like, I think I need six. And somebody's like, you need that many boxes? And I was like, there's a thing called freedom. <laughs> Let me tell you about a little thing yeah, yeah. freedom. A little thing called excess. Yeah, I like oh, to play man. into the American thing a lot. So sure. maybe a Big cowboy gulp. hat and cowboy boots would be a, a good way to do so. Yeah. <laughs> Big gulp. Mm-hmm. You, you should open Big all gulp. your emails with a howdy y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeehaw. Um. Yeah. Anyway, great. Uh, thank you, Carly, for calling in. I, you know, I just want to know Thanks, there's Carly. if you're not at all connected to Thaddeus, if there's two two people driving around calling in from the Piney Woods of East Texas, you need you all need to meet each other, get together, That's all and, race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and race, and race, race live. <laughs> Call in and just drag race like a foot race. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Talking street race. Okay. Uh, no rules. Hit <laughs> <laughs> right, the nods. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no groin. Home by dinner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, this uh, we're going back to California here. This is a call from Bob Robert in California. <laughs> MSPC. It's Jan. I guess I missed you. Nope. Not Jan. Let me start again. MSPC. It's Jan. I guess I missed you. Nope, not Jan. This is Bobby from California. <laughs> I just want to say I love the podcast. I listen to it on my commute. It's a really great way to start my mornings. I have no idea how you'll keep coming up with new episode topics, but hey, that's why you pay Edwin a big salary, right? <laughs> Speaking of Edwin, him imitating the touch my heart, touch my soul song is my favorite thing. I always laugh so hard when he does it. And Sean, your imitation of the Dunder Mifflin limousine lady has become an earworm of mine that just randomly pops into my head and makes me smile. <laughs> Alex, every time you nail the perfect rap, I laugh so hard. I especially like the Charles Minor ones. <laughs> Thank you guys for all nice. you do. I hope to never run into you during a cruise ship office trivia competition. I'm sorry. I, I, I got to go. I'm getting another call. No, you're not. <laughs> I have to make a call after I finish my work. I'm incommunicado, capiche? Oh, here we go again. Gotta go. I have to take this. So long, calling. <laughs> Drop heavy. And very nice. Well done. Bobby. I'm so, I will say Bobby C. <laughs> Bobby C. Uh, it is Bobby in California, so mm-hmm. it's the closest thing we got to the real thing. I'm so impressed. I love all the all the all the use of quotes and drops in in the voicemails. I mean, the production uh, value is is really just going up and up. It's a it really great is. time to invest. I'm playing. I love play- <laughs> <laughs> great time to invest in dog days. Yeah, yeah. Um, the you know it kind of reminds me a little bit of the uh, we can shout out the Facebook fan group podcast yeah. that they've done about our show and the and the reason i think of it is because they use drops for, of our podcast which is like very very <laughs> it's, it's it's kind of mind-bending a little bit um That's but so yeah but no hey uh I, I i agree i mean i think he shouted you guys out uh appropriately i love we love limo lady and uh sean that's your <laughs> profile picture in the discord which i don't even that's know if right. we mentioned the discord but join the discord um yeah 
Do you guys remember when I did the touch my heart, touch my soul? You remember that? (laughs) It was okay. I I remember what you were. (laughs) So what I was talking about was like we were talking about the cutting room floor, like as a phrase. Yeah. And I was like, if we had a cutting room floor, it would just be like a stack of thumb drives that Alex keeps his memorabilia. <laughs> yeah, and like right, right. would thoughtfully kind of you know go through from time to time just to review old memories. Yeah. <laughs> Hush my heart, touch my soul. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Great idea, Dwight. Do you guys All have right. a favorite drop? Mm, I have. There's so many. I actually just almost never play just because of how the system is, and I just don't get to a lot because. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking, scrolling through a bunch now, and like, <laughs> I forget I have one tiny column of uh, Hank ones, and I love this one. Oh wow! Well, I got my eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> just, <laughs> I just forget about the Hank ones because I just like I don't go to his corner of the page much. But perfect delivery by Hank. Um, <laughs> I think uh, I really enjoy um, because I, I think the context for it comes up a lot and it's so specific, but it's so perfect is uh, I'll check the web. It, it, it happens a ton. There it is. I'll check the web. <laughs> <laughs> I, all the ones that all the ones that I used to dunk on Sean are really fun. Those, yeah, I, I play those a lot. Say, I was yeah. You're bad at this, too. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Did I stutter is a classic. The one that I, I really like is "Hey everyone," uh, because <laughs> Oscar's, Kevin's going to give us his gonna, take on the situation. Let's. I like it, it. I like it because it, you you kind of have like it catches your attention. Like you kind of end up stopping. Um, and then the hey third everyone, one that I, Kevin's going to give us his take on the situation. Let's listen yeah. up. <laughs> the other one I really love is uh, "It's fine." Because I'm always it's like, fine. like I'll come in, I'll be like, oh, guys, sorry, I'm late to join this morning. I just woke up, blah, blah, blah. And then Alex will hit the drop before you start recording. <laughs> it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Yeah. Those are good. But thank you again, yeah. Bobby. You are so right. You are so right. Uh, I also like, what you say, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Patrice O'Neill. No, that one's, that one's all, that's uh, Drunk Daryl at. Oh. Uh, on booze cruise i think mm-hmm. oh that's yeah. right <laughs> uh thank you so much baba uh all right let's get to this next one i i believe a first time caller um let's see if i can find it there it is this is uh this is coming in from michael in let me see where uh going uh, back new down to new orleans <laughs> michael and new orleans Hi, this is Magic Mike, hashtag not that Magic Mike, calling from New Orleans. Long-time listener, first-time caller, and I love your show. I'd like to discuss a bit of comedy I've never heard anyone talk about. In Season 6, Episode 7, The Lover, Dwight gives Jim a wooden duck or mallard with a listening device, then at the end reveals that it's not his main listening device. And essentially, he uses it as a decoy What's funny to me, and I don't know if it's just accidental comedy, is the fact that a wooden duck, at least growing up in South Louisiana, was always called a decoy. In fact, that was the only definition I knew of the word. If someone had some in the garage, some wooden ducks, you'd go like, oh, they got a lot of decoys. They must be going hunting this weekend, I guess. And that's what we called them. So the fact that he uses a decoy 
as a decoy mm. <laughs> is hilarious to me, and I laugh every time. But I've never heard it discussed, and I don't know if that was actually the writer's intent, because he never actually uses the word decoy. But to me, that seems very meta, if I'm using that word right, as the kids are saying these days. So I'd <laughs> love to hear your thoughts on that particular bit of comedy. Love your show. Keep up the great work. Thank you very much, Thank Michael. You. That's a great question. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah. I love when we learn something new. Um, I've I've heard that before. That 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 uh, the the little wooden duck is a is a decoy. Um, but yeah, there's like no mention of it in the episode. I kind of want to say that this might be a happy accident. It seems like, but yeah, that's. I I wonder that too. I it it would make sense that that Dwight would have a wooden duck at his place you know mm-hmm. like it would make sense that, that I'm I'm guessing the Schrutes they grew up doing some hunting around the area definitely uh, mallard and they probably had some and he, I'm, I'm sure for, yeah it, it could have been intentional too because Dwight could have looked at that and thought a decoy and be like oh the duck I mean this is a I, decoy for Jim I guess where my mind goes there is like who on the writing staff knows that correct it's, it's <laughs> you know, probably one. It's probably one writer, not right. All of them. Not it's like not a, Mindy Kaling. Yeah. It's not. It's not BJ Novak. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. I just wonder which one of them. Because they had to decide in the room. Like, okay, Dwight's gonna give him a, Jim a present, mm-hmm. and he's gonna think there's a listening device. And what would what would Dwight give Jim? Like, and like, what would like, Dwight know, but not Jim? Professor know, Damon D. Like Duck. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but it, I mean, it really I, is. It, it's quite an elegant. Uh, it's quite an elegant joke in that way that I I certainly hadn't really thought about until uh, Michael pointed it out here. Yeah, I didn't really know, but uh, I I think it must be intentional because I mean it's it's kind of a random it's kind of a random prop otherwise otherwise why would it be a wooden yeah. duck of all things you know um, mm-hmm. so it's got to be intentional. I just I just it seems like a missed opportunity of. Uh, for Dwight to go, I used a decoy as mm. a decoy. <laughs> we call yeah. these decoys. He would be pretty proud of that. That's uh, it, it, that episode was written by uh, Lee Eisenberg and Gene Stupnitsky. So maybe they're hunters. Mm-hmm. Oh, joke hunters. I spot a hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank <laughs> nope, you, Michael. Clearly a hunter. <laughs> uh, thank you to Magic Mike. Uh, first time caller welcome that reminds welcome me uh you family. owe me six bucks for gas <laughs> <laughs> let's make out one more time uh <clears throat> if you have any cash that would be if great. you have any cash that would be great <laughs> so weird uh all right we're going now over to uh new Jersey uh with brianna brianna calling in from nj just call me Levinson in the morning, burr, No, just kidding. Don't call me Levinson because my name's Brianna. I'm from New Jersey. Um, I have a theory to talk to you guys about the Garden Party episode in Season 7. Something I've always wondered about is if the songs that were chosen for the duets between Walt Sr. and his sons were specifically chosen by the writers to be somewhat reflective of the relationship that he has with each of them. So, for example, Andy's song is More Than Words by Extreme, which interestingly seems to echo what Andy might feel towards his dad. 
like this yearning to receive fatherly love and approval from his dad. Um, the lyrics go, more than words is all you have to do to make it real. I mean, that's ultimately what Andy's looking for from mm. his dad, right? And on the other hand, Walt Sr. sings Forever Young by Rod Stewart, which goes, may you grow to be proud, dignified, and true, which clearly is exactly how Walt Sr. sees Walt Jr. Like, that song is expressive of the love and support of a parent for their child, which Walt Jr. definitely has from Walt Sr. So anyway, I was curious what you guys think of that theory, that there's a connection between the songs that are sung between Walt Sr. and his sons and the relationship that he shares with each of them, respectively. Anyway, thanks for the pause. Love the show. Peace out, Seacrest. Wow. Thank you so much, Brianna. I am just like so impressed by uh, we we have such smart listeners who call in. <laughs> this is a good. We're this learning a, good a lot pairing. Today. This is yeah. a good pairing with our last mm-hmm. voicemail for sure. Um, was totally unaware of this. Had never thought about it before. Is this? Did this ever occur to you guys? The the, the the lyrics in these songs? I mean, not particularly, but mostly because we only get little snippets. We don't get the full, you know, we don't get the full song. Um, it is interesting, though, that, uh, that like, Andy's is almost more like a... A yearning. Know, like kind of a, yeah, like a longing sort of song. Trying and then, hard, yearning, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and then for, versus Forever Young, which it's is like, like and, then when they, and, then, and then when they sing the song, they, like, look into each other's eyes. Yeah. Oh my and, god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Josh Groban with the hand. Yeah, it's so good. Um, yeah, that pretty little throat of his. Bye, tuna. <laughs> Bye, Pam. <laughs> who's who's the sausage? That's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> you get up. What did she say? If you don't get up there and sing, I'll cut your pretty little throat. You'll never sing again. <laughs> yeah. God, man, this is the best. uh i this is another yeah great again i I, you know we 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 aren't uh we aren't office ladies or or brian Baumgartner. our podcast doesn't have a direct line to the people who wrote the show but i this would be a yeah it's like how how deep did they go in the writer's room like hey i mean they must have had a they had to pick the songs that they sung right they had to be like Mm -hmm. what should they sing so it probably came up um isn't the one that Andy sings with his dad mm-hmm. first, isn't he trying to copy the the kind of viral video that went yes. of Walt mm-hmm. Jr.? So That's he's true. just oh. doing that song again. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's specifically right. just Andy. So Walt Sr. sings that same song with Walt Jr. earlier. True. So you could say, well, he's just trying to recreate the moment that his brother had. Um, still. Yeah, I, 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 I'm sure these songs were, you know, selected with, with some Intent. care. We yeah, have to pick exactly. something sure. for them to sing. And, so I, and I like, I like what you've kind of, uh, you know, discovered, figured well, out. Also, about the those songs. the music video for More Than Words, uh, I think is just like two guys. Man, I'm, I'm I, I might get this wrong, but like it's just two guys singing in like a black and white background. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um. So it, and like one guy has a guitar, so it is kind of like a like I don't know if you guys are familiar with this video or this song really, but like that's the premise of it is one person with a guitar, one person singing, and like it it does kind of uh, lend itself to this sort of duet in that way, you know. It's a good thought. Again, you guys are these voicemails are you're just killing it. It's Absolutely the kind of thing. Really, really love this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, sorry, Edwin. Do you have a, one last point to make? 
Um, no, it's just it's just kind of the same sort of thing I said earlier, which is just it like you have to pick something for them to sing as a writer. So yes. why not choose something that has a little bit of intentionality or like something that feels yeah. like even this video, which feels like a duet or that's going to be a viral mm. video or something that like has mm. a meaning to the characters. Like it would make sense to choose that versus, I don't know, um, party in the USA again. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've talked about this about uh, Edmund. You, you've, you've mentioned this before about like shows like Arrested Development um, that, or 30 Rock, the shows that really reward you for paying attention. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say The Office is quite like those shows because those shows have a pretty frenetic joke pace and like like you, you really got to keep up with those shows. There's like a comedic um, density, yeah. Exactly. Mm. So they do reward you when you're really like in there. Um, the Office isn't quite that way, but it does have elements of that. And I, so I wonder if it's like there's Easter eggs there for you to find um, mm-hmm. if you're paying attention. And so, so keep sending them in, folks, because that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Easter eggs, chocolate turtles, anything that could go in a basket. Send them all in. S- smuggle those in. Um, all right, let's uh, let's go south of the border, boys. What do you say? This is uh, sounds lovely. This is Pablo calling in from Dunder Mifflin, Mexico. Cool. Hey, Edwin. This is your girlfriend, and I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Pablo here from Dunder Mifflin, Mexico. Uh, actually, I'm coming from. A true Krimistano. I just wanted to call you guys and say I love the work that you do with the podcast. I listen to it all the time. I also wanted to let you guys know that after Michael left for Colorado to marry Holly, he told her the story of how he almost volunteered to come down here and build a school with uh, the Christian youth group uh-huh. and how he and the Nardog bailed last minute. Um, <laughs> Holly, of course, was appalled by the story and actually made Michael follow through with that. So... Mr. Scott came to Kimishto and helped build our first school building. Thanks to Mr. Scott, my child now can read, write, and speak. This is how we will lead our nation one day. My question for you guys is, how many other things do you guys think Holly made Michael at home for before getting married? If you can come up with any, at least you know about Kimishto. <laughs> Nice, great Scott at the end. <laughs> Love that. Wow, Pablo from Dunder Mifflin, Mexico. Thank you so much for for listening and calling in. I got to um, say, too, really good. He stitched together several bits and jobs in a real narrative there. Or sorry, mm-hmm. sorry several bits totally. and jokes uh, in a real narrative there. That was very well done. Beautifully the, crafted voicemail. The mm-hmm. the bar's getting set pretty darn high this batch Crazy, of questions, man. I got to say. Great um, time to invest. Um, <laughs> great time to invest. Um, Nana's Nana's on board. She's she put her money in. It's not what that kind of much word money. is Nana. It wasn't, it wasn't that much money. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, what do you think? Um, mm-hmm. I like that. It's a fun thought experiment too. Of like, over the years, how much has how much has Michael had to sort of uh, come forth with to Holly? Or as he's as Pablo says, how much this has Michael had to account for before they got married? Right, um, got to think the sleeve of, of her jacket or a sweater and, that he cut. And, yeah. Right, he's got to tell her that. Uh, I think he's got to tell her about the time, or I think it'll come out at some point about the time that he told every woman he's like slept with in the past several years uh, mm-hmm. that that he has herpes, and so do they. Um, 
Uh, yeah, he never you actually have it? told Holly, or he did at the very end. Yeah, he does tell she her, does, but on, then on a voicemail. Do you know, have it? No. Simple. Does your stupid husband have it? <laughs> <laughs> no, Michael. <laughs> H I have to get tested. R P E E S. Oh my god. Um. Prince I can think family of a paper. Prince family paper is that for I know sure he's there. not proud of. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tony. Tony Gardner. Pepperoni Tony. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Holly's not going to like that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, all the stuff he's just walked away from, like even the, even like the whole warehouse accident. Mm-hmm. Scott uh, Daryl, how's it hanging? Yeah, like mm-hmm. all the HR violations. My God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, mm. yeah, Scott's thoughts is a big. Yeah. One. How's the, How do you atone for that? Like, how do you tell? Tell them there's a whole group of kids just depending on you that you just walked away from. Maybe when he maybe when he <laughs> hires the stripper for Bob's uh, bachelor party <laughs> at work. Yeah. For lunch. That's the Chinese restaurant in the search. You uh, dying. Hmm. You dying so much. Well he's Holly is there for that almost. Mr. Chu. Hitting Meredith. Uh, hitting Meredith with his with his car. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that was a thing. You're the um, reason I drink. You're the reason I live to forget. Yeah, I mean, kissing Oscar. Sure, there's mm-hmm. kissing I mean, Oscar. So yeah. much when you think about it over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, Helene. <laughs> oh God. Oh yeah. Up with Helene on her birthday. On her birthday, yeah. And then when he's Pam's like, mom. he's like renaming, he's naming all the women he's dated, and Pam's like, Helene. He goes, "What? Helene, my mother. Oh yes, Helene. <laughs> right, yes." <laughs> so funny. Uh, oh, like the loves of my life. Memory yeah. fails you greatly. <laughs> I think that. I mean, the question is really like, what does Holly actually care, and how much would Holly press? Like, there's mm-hmm. a obviously a large part of Holly that just accepts Michael and is just like, you know what, our future starts today and moves forward. Like, I could see her taking that approach a little bit, um, because of like everything of how they started with AJ going back and forth. You know, wasn't that clean of a start? So I could also see just being like, Michael, I don't want to know anything about you. <laughs> before like I met you. <laughs> could see that too um yeah I wonder how often like you know just how he like casually like thinks it's funny to tell the story of how he and Todd Packer met twins at a bar and then they went back to their hotel room and Packer did both of them uh it was awesome I mean that's kind <laughs> of the whole the whole point of that episode is like right. is Holly coming to terms with Michael's past and basically his friendship with Todd Packer and her being mm-hmm. like, dude, you need to leave that. You need to like ditch this guy because he's. A piece I of feel shit. like, yeah, like, and maybe like Michael, you know, that that's we've talked about that episode is like one of the biggest steps of growth he's made in a single episode. Yeah. So I I, I think that that Michael's yeah his his learning will continue forever and Holly will be right there to say, Michael. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't do that anymore. We don't tell that story anymore. <laughs> you do, you I, don't, do. I don't like that story, babe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, Pablo. Uh, yeah. nice, Which is gracias nice para su pregunta. 
Yeah. Th- yes. Uh, thanks for, thanks for your question. Holding it down in Mexico mm-hmm. for us. Keep it coming. Um, all right. Next one here. Only got a couple more here. Uh, uh, this one's coming from our, our hometown, folks. Oh. Portland, Oregon. Sean, you might recognize this caller. Hey, guys. This is Ruby calling from Portland. Uh, got no office content, but I've got some Portland things. Uh, first, I was listening this morning to the recent Sean and Edwin episode, and Sean recommended a restaurant called Kikiba, and I'd never heard of it, but like an hour later, I was there. And it was so good, so thank you for mentioning that. Burrito's amazing, uh, churro's amazing. (laughs) Um, Second, I can't remember if you've brought it up multiple times or if I've just listened to the episode multiple times, but I'm thrilled whenever I hear Edwin bring up that small pet groomer near the Hong (laughs) because I grew up just like three blocks from there, and my parents still live there, so I pass it all the time, and now I think about it every time I pass it. (laughs) By the Um, Hong, yeah. Just down the street from that pet groomer is where I was sitting at a food cart pod a couple years ago and recognized Sean's voice. And after about (laughs) half an hour of backing myself up, I went and said hello. And everyone at that table was just so much nicer than I could have expected. And so um, it was really great (laughs) to be able to meet you, Sean. Um, So keeping my ears open for Alex hopefully someday. Maybe I'll run into you, Edwin, a little less likely, but um, just wanted to share all that. Thanks for everything. Love listening to the show, um, and keep it up. Thanks. Love you guys. Thank you, Ruby. Oh, wow. Thank you so much, Ruby, and thanks again for uh, coming and saying hello that one day. It it is still uh, my most famous moment, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you. And and shout out to our friends, uh, Sarah and yes. Aaron, who were with As us. As in the uh, most fame you have experienced. Yes, yes. <laughs> Bubble, yeah. yeah. The most I'm, famous I'm... I felt in a moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. I'm glad I mentioned um, where that small pet grooming place was. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? If, yeah, you guys should go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And shout out to Kikiba. So uh, I'm glad you I'm glad you tried it out, Ruby. It was delish um i haven't yeah. been there yet i gotta go well bro yeah. let's go bro, let's um, and then uh you should go to that zian hong by uh by the small pet room and then also uh deuce teriyaki which is also right there oh i love oh, classic. Oh, classic. I used to, dude i used to work just down the road from deuce and i would mm-hmm. get lunch there all the time dude yeah oh their salad dressing when it would mix with the teriyaki and the rice mm-hmm. at the end of the oh, at the end of the meal was just mm. There's nowhere to park. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> nowhere to park. It's always really smoky in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, but it's, it's so good. So worth it. Yeah. yeah. Just perfect. Everything you want. <laughs> um, guys, that is all the voicemails. I do just, uh, I think that's kind of all we're going to have time for. It's, it's late okay. here. But I do want to okay. just end on, on another voicemail from, from our guy Jacob uh down in phoenix it just it just is it was just really nice i also want to give a shout out to thaddeus he he left several calls uh in the last few months all of them were too long for the show but man you just uh, do like a were, bonus a bonus main feed drop of just thaddeus voice bills just none of us talking just start streaming together uh, yeah, every call yeah. from thaddeus that's boy that'd be a good patreon yeah. special anyway um so i just just want to recognize you there <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna I kind of just want to play the first sentence of one of his because it's like two and a half minutes long what's up assholes 
Google Translate has now started using asterisks for swear words, and this one's just covered <laughs> in asterisks. So that's great. Uh, amazing. <laughs> but we'll, we'll maybe that. we'll put that one behind the paywall. You got to pay for Thaddeus. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's let's uh, let's just we'll, we'll close we'll close this one uh, again yeah. from our number one caller. Number one caller. This is uh, Jacob Downen, Dunder Mifflin Phoenix. Hey, what up, Cynthia? It's Jacob Dunder Mifflin Phoenix. Hey, guys, I know I always call and we go back and forth. We go tip for tat. We share some laughs. <laughs> and uh, we love talking about The Office. But um, I just wanted to give you guys a specific shout out um, for your show. I mean, like, I've said it before. I don't know. You may or may not have heard it, but like, your show is like a it's a crutch that I use, you know, like when I'm dealing with high anxiety and, and feeling like hard to breathe almost, you know, I'm like, like, and you know, my mind's racing. I'm like, they're all my boys. They're all my boys. And, and it, it sounds whatever, but that's what I do. And like, it helps, you know, Sean likes to roll a few days. Edwin might like some comfort food. Alex might take a vacation with family or a cruise or a van by a library or whatever. But, you know, I throw on your show when I'm really, uh, really feeling high anxiety and, and which is a lot. And I mean, I'm listening to this show all the time anyways, but sometimes I'll be listening to music and like really like, you know, hearts racing and thumping, mind racing and thumping. So all my boys and we're good. So I just want to say thanks, you know, you know, uh, I love you guys and appreciate what you do. So to all the listeners and the tots, if you're struggling, man, find your thing find your thing that can help you out. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what anybody thinks of what you use. Just find your thing, you know. Stay strong. Much love. Much respect. Hit you guys on the flippity flip. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Jacob, thanks so much, man. Yeah. That's means so much to hear that. And it really does. You know, I just is you know, someone else who is experiences a lot of high anxiety throughout the day. It's just good to hear that, you know, we can we can help help out with that. So thank you for calling us and let, yeah. letting us know. It means a lot. Yeah. They're all my boys. Yeah. <laughs> to think that we can even be that is, is pretty amazing. So thank you for. Yeah. For that. Really amazing. Yeah. Because that is kind of. Yeah, that's kind of the one <laughs> the, the good we can do. So, that yeah, thanks. Thanks it's for funny. It, it, it is like that's it's it's kind of everything i've ever wanted a podcast to be like i don't know about you guys but i have certain podcasts in my rotation that like when they come out i save them or i wait them for specific things or they're just like i was gonna ask if you guys had things like that yeah they're like this is sometimes it's the best part of my week is just like getting to sit outside listen to this and or whatever and and Mm uh that just to hear that that we could be that for people sometimes is like man i such a long-term goal of mine was to like have a show that would be that. And it's a it, uh, is, is amazing. And I, uh, I really appreciate people who, who call in and tell us and, and you too, Jacob. And, um, glad we glad that there's a mutual, uh, relationship here. Cause it's, it's really special for us and, and glad yeah. to hear it helps. We've been experiencing uh, a lot of love from the, from you guys since the 200th episode. And, uh, so, just thank you. Thank you very much. 
do you guys have, I mean, and you don't have to say if you don't want, but do you have podcasts or the things that you throw on in these high anxiety moments? I for sure do. Oh, yeah. I mean, if Dateline's going to drop a new Jim Morrison uh, <laughs> series, I'm there. I'm right there. <laughs> no, not Jim Morrison. No. Oh, shoot. Yeah. I, now I messed up his name. It's yeah. very it's very late here, y'all. Van Morrison. I, no, no, no. Gosh darn it. Tony Morrison. Morrison oh, Bridge. No. Oh no, this is gonna be a new thing. Uh go Babe, ahead. Hey, wake up. Dateline just dropped the new Van Morrison. <laughs> it's hot, Keith. dude. Keith Morrison. Keith yeah, Morrison. Keith Morrison, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Hey everyone, <laughs> Kevin's gonna give us his take on the situation. Let's listen up. Have you ever heard Bill Hader impersonate Keith Morrison? Yes. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You didn't love Keith you? Morrison. Yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. Um, like something I go to a lot. I mean, honestly, there's some. Um, I have I I the podcast some the podcast sleep with me sometimes is like if I just need to like if my mind's <laughs> racing and I can't go to sleep I will like I, I need that sometimes it's not for everyone but there's yeah it that's... does have it's like this warm <laughs> thing in my head that kind of drips in and it's just like okay relax you can go to sleep it's okay I've really <laughs> been um starting to like uh stuff you should know mm. is it yeah, is a good it's kind of a good uh and it, it'll put you to sleep if you're if you're like yeah. if you put one on that is long and not really about anything mm -hmm. exciting. But those guys are very they're very quiet. It's a good show. I know people use us for sleep too, and I'm I'm toying with the idea of a sleep uh, doing another sleep podcast if that's if there's the market for it. So well, like, let us well, know. Yeah, yeah. Edwin, you. I yeah, I mean, in, in terms of like high anxiety moments or something to like relax or so, something like that, there are two that come to mind. I mean, I talk about Conan a lot, and so the Conan podcast is for sure up there. Um, specifically, the parts with Conan, Matt, and Sona. Those are my. I always yes. kind of think like I would like what I aspire to our show to be is to like if I can make our listeners feel the way that I feel when I listen to that part of the Conan podcast, like yeah. that is like the highest thing. That and uh, all fantasy, everything, kind of for the same reason. Yeah. Um, just kind of like friends talking, Midnight Boys, a little bit. Um, it's kind of like that, but just like, yeah, for whatever reason, that moment of like friends exchanging and just kind of like having fun, like that is always totally. the, the best thing. And, uh, there are some where you can go back and just kind of enjoy it. And, um, yeah, yeah, that, that, that would be it for me. But yeah. Come on, come on. Um, <laughs> take us well, home, bud. Thank you everyone who called in. It is just such a, it, such a treat to hear your voices. Um, if, if you've, called in before or you've never called in before please uh give us a drop us a line 503-694-9314 uh another great way to get a hold of us is email mspodcastcompany at gmail.com uh send us some trivia we've been sleeping on the trivia for a bit lately we're bringing it back okay so if it, again if you've been wanting to send us some trivia for a while now's the time Trivia uh, special, Thaddeus voicemail special. Aaron will eat whoa. garbage for your entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, we have a website, michaelscottpod.com, and we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash michaelscott. Join us for five bucks a month. Become a Scott's Tot. You get the bonus mailbag episode. You get the f main feed ad-free episodes. Uh, you get 
uh, access to the Scott's Tots Discord, which is like, you know, the, the Discord's open for everyone, but there are there are many deeper level levels uh, if you're Scott's Tot. So uh, uh, we also donate a portion of those funds to the Third Good Marshall College Fund. Uh, so very special thanks to our Scott's Tots for supporting the show. We love you very much. Thank you to Kayla and Brianna who run our Discord. Uh, thank you to Ryan Lloyd who designs our artwork. This episode was recorded on location in Portland, Oregon, and Zurich, Switzerland. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us, for sending in your voicemails, um, for, for your questions, uh, for, for everything. It just uh, makes us um, – it's amazing that, that we can keep doing the show and that people keep interacting with us, hanging out with us, listening to us. And uh, just thank you for listening, for supporting us, for allowing us to keep the show going. Um, and uh, I can't wait for more voicemails. Uh, we'll, we might have to do more than quarterly. Um, but uh, but anyway, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Take care, stay safe. We'll see you next week. Pippity poppy, give me the salad. Yes, yes sir. sir. Bye, tuna. Bye, Pam. I know who I want to take me home. I know who I want to take me home. Take me home. Oh. You know what? Fine. I try to start fun traditions for you guys, but if you don't want to sing, no traditions. Closing time Every new beginning Comes from some other Beginnings end Good night Seeking the truth never gets old Introducing June's Journey The free-to-play mobile game That will immerse you In a thrilling murder mystery Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.